Welcome to Everything's Not Black and White with your hosts, Lala and Brian. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode. We missed you. Welcome back. Hey, Brian. Hey, Lala. We have been uh, quite busy. Southern excursion to Florida, and yeah. then we had to drop our child on a northern excursion to Cleveland uh, <laughs> off to college. College girl. Yes, so it's been actually really busy for us, but we did miss y'all, and so we wanted to come back with a new episode, and thank you so much for being loyal listeners all this time. We were really, really pleased, and we want to shout out all our listeners across the globe. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we have listeners across the globe, so thank you for that. Uh, Today's episode really um, hits very close to home. I think everyone is pretty much aware of an impending election um, in about 30 days or so. And we really want to talk today about understanding uh, candidates, understanding um, parties, understanding liberal versus conservative, and how you can inform yourself and be more aware of candidates. And so we're going to talk with baby (laughs) Brian about his political journey um, and just some of the things that he's learned over time. Why don't we talk a little bit about where you began in your political views? Wow. To start off, I got to take you back in time to uh, September 11th, 2001. So I was listening to Howard Stern. You know, your choices are either shock jock radio at that time in the morning, um, conservative radio, or sports radio. Mm-hmm. And so I was listening to Howard Stern trying to do this play-by-play of these events, and it was, I knew it was a momentous event, and it didn't make sense to me at the time to listen to Howard Stern. Mm-hmm. And so I was turning the dial trying to find somebody that I could take a little more seriously, and that's when I ran across Glenn Beck. Mm-hmm. So my conservative journey started that day, September 11, 2001, and my conservative journey lasted clear up until 2015 when I actually got laid off after 18 years of service with the company. And that's when I finally got to take a step back from conservative radio. So when you say you were basically listening to conservative radio for uh, roughly about 14 years, what was that experience doing to you or for you by listening to those um, that particular viewpoint? What I found out was I was allowing them to think for me. I didn't have to do no work. If if Glenn said something, then Rush would say it, and somebody else would say it, and I'm like, well, it must be true. Mm. And I found myself get caught up in a lot of that over the years, and, and I've been forced to challenge myself nowadays uh, not to think liberally, it's just not to think conservatively. It's like I got to find the facts for myself and think for myself. And uh, once I did that, it really opened up a whole new world for me, and it gave me a uh, a new vision of what's around me. You said you got laid off in 2015. Like what was it about 2015 that made you start to either question your conservative views or just change your pattern? Uh, In 2015, when, when I removed myself from conservative talk radio, I just started, I started to become more socially aware at the same time I was going through cancer treatment. So there was a, a side of me that started to begin to have more empathy, more compassion, uh, the ability to understand uh, struggles, because this is the first time in my life I really had a lot of struggles. It was just almost mind-opening. I remember there was an incident that I had with a family member, and I won't say her name because I didn't tell her I was going to put this on here. 
but it was a family member over, we were arguing over gay marriage. Mm-hmm. And I, for whatever reason, thought they should not have gay marriage, that that's, that the term itself was a definition was between a man and a woman. And this is what I had been taught listening to conservative talk radio all these years. And it got to a point where she unfriended me. This, I mean, it's a longtime family friend. And then it affected both of our families. And I'm the only one to blame on that. You know, you know, conservatives like to talk about freedom, but here I was trying to limit somebody else's freedoms. Mm-hmm. And looking at that now, now that I've moved myself beyond this talk radio stuff that I listen to all the time, mm-hmm. I'm seeing that there, there's more than there's more than enough room to balance yourself on both sides to to find out where your path is in life. Yeah. So. You stopped listening to conservative radio. You started, you know, being more socially aware. What was the real catalyst that changed your mind? Or where where are you now, I guess, is the question. Where are you now in the spectrum of political belief? Well, my belief is I'm an independent. Um, I, I have always been. I have always been a registered Republican, but I've always voted like an independent. I've, I've never sworn loyalty to a party in my mind I thought that I convinced myself of that but I clearly did because I've never voted Democrat in my life this year will be the first year that I'll be voting Democrat for the first time ever and I'm proud of it and I'm not ashamed of it and there was a moment when everything changed for me I had this this aha moment and I I was Mm -hmm. I was working on a on a fence with some friends and um you you tell them, tell the people where you were at. Yeah, well, that was right after George Floyd was murdered and we were protesting. My daughter and I went down to downtown Columbus and we were protesting with, a, 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 had to be hundreds, I don't even, maybe even thousands of people. There were so many people down there and it was impressive to me because it was black, white, other, straight, gay, like everybody who felt like justice needed to be served was out there and we were out there peacefully mind you protesting with signs and just love and in in trying to help each other through this tragic event and what happened was the police became very belligerent with us they ended up putting their riot gear on and they started pepper spraying and tear gassing us now this this day was also a day that a lot of uh corporate companies were supporting their workers to go downtown yeah. and uh and uh, support the the cause and yeah. you were not down only, there yeah we were down there not only that uh our, our council city council president was down there our congresswoman who supports our states was down there some franklin county commissioners were also down there yeah so now now to back where i was i was i was working on a fence with some friends and uh, an incident, the incident occurred in a friend of ours called, her name is Marie and she called me or no, she texted me. I take that back. And she said, are you downtown? I, so I responded to her. No, my wife and daughter are. And she's like, well, they just started launching tear gas and, and pepper spraying everybody for no reason. But that was the first I've heard of this incident. So I immediately texted my wife and daughter and asked them if they were all right. And they said, yes, I could hear the stress in my wife's voice. I'm like, just just get out of there. Just leave. Whatever's going on, you know, we'll dress another day. Just get out of there. And that's what she did. She left. And as I'm talking to my friends, you know, they were instead of like being supportive that my wife and daughter just went through that, they were supportive of cops. And it kind of took me back. And honestly, it pissed me off 
Mm-hmm. And then I carried that anger home with me that night and I went on the news channel mm-hmm. and you know, that's where all the, the, the slugs are at, you know, you get in the mm-hmm. comment section of a news article mm-hmm. and I said, I'm going to go on here. And I was so pissed off that they, first of all, tear gassed you. And then I'm second, I'm pissed off because my friends were supporting the cops. So then I go home and I was like, I want to take this out on somebody. And I went on these, on these comment sections and argued with people because here's, here's what I heard on the comment sections right here in my city in Columbus. Now, let me remind you, my wife has multiple degrees, multiple certifications. My daughter just graduated uh, magna cum laude. Six months uh, before she graduated from high school, she graduated with her associate's degree. So I'm on this comment section, and I'm hearing people call my wife and my friend, Sweet Marie, thugs, criminals, the usual suspects. What do you expect from black people? I'm I'm reading these comments, yeah. And as each comment went by, and and I I literally there must have been a thousand or fifteen hundred comments, and I wanted to argue with everybody yeah. because I took it personal that day. And that day was the day that woke me up. Like yeah. I I had been completely brainwashed my entire life, and to see the way the the people read the news article mm-hmm. and said the police weren't the ones being aggressive, you said there was no announcement. There they didn't tell anybody no, to leave. No. And guess what? I believed that. I absolutely believe that. I got no reason to believe that or not to believe that. Mm -hmm. And that, that fired me up and put me on another plane and gave me this awakening moment that I had. Yeah. So now that you are awake and you, and you said you're going to be voting Democrat for this, this next election for the very first time. So you did then look back at 2016 and you did vote for the current sitting president. Um, What was going through your mind when you voted for him then? You you had to remind me of that. I yeah, I I think it's relevant to the conversation. Absolutely, and uh, yes, I am guilty uh, for voting on or voting for him. And uh, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Obviously, no pun intended. <laughs> yeah. Um. Truly. Again, I was only a year removed uh, from from conservative talk radio at that point, and I had in my mind, you know, how terrible Obama was, and how you know, because that's all I heard every day, how terrible Michelle Obama was. And, um, wow, I swung and I missed. That was a big miss. And my, my reason for voting for him was like, well, you know, both of these parties, Republican, Democrats, they're, they're, they're both pretty much making a mockery of the system anyways. Let's put somebody else in there and that'll shake things up and maybe get when the real politicians come back in, maybe like get things on a, on an even path. I even said the year that I voted for him. I specifically remember my daughter asking me, like, who are you voting for? And I would never say Trump. I would always say I'm not voting for Hillary. I couldn't even bring myself to say those words. Yeah. And I must have said that once. I've said it. I said it a hundred times. Yeah. And now, yeah, that was that was a challenge. But yes, I did vote for, for Trump in 2016. But I am glad that I've had this growth. It's actual growth. I've had these life experiences. Most of my friends now are in the LGBTQ community. Um, both my kids are in that community. Uh, a lot of my friends are, are, are black. I don't have that one black friend like a lot of white people do. I have a lot of black friends, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to support that community. Mm-hmm. And there's been uh, just an awakening that I've, I've had over this time. It's, it's been nice to yeah. have that growth. I tell you, it's definitely been nice um, for our family as well. You know, I we, we always had these conversations, you know, in the early parts of our marriage, and sometimes they were they were rough, and sometimes they were uncomfortable, and sometimes we had to 
totally agree to disagree. So, but it's been interesting, fascinating, and enlightening and heartening uh, to see your change and your growth through this whole process. I myself am growing and continually all the time. And so it's been really wonderful. And I think it has, in a way, really brought us together um, even to do this podcast and to be able to do these different episodes with so many interesting and fascinating and diverse people to help open people's minds a little bit more. So I am very appreciative of your honesty and your candor and your vulnerability on this. Thank you. And uh, and I want to say just for all the listeners out there, I was not influenced uh, by directly by my wife. Like, it wasn't like I, I did this Mm-mm. just to make her happy. I actually had oh, this, yes. this growth and this moment mm-hmm. and we've had, we talk about it daily, not just my growth, but all the situations Everything going on daily. in our country. Mm-hmm. So, um, it, it has been a very organic growth and I'm, I'm glad to be where I am now. And I might not be there in 10 years. I don't, I don't know. I might not be in the same place, but I, you know, I hope with everybody you grow as you get older, every year you're better than the year you were before. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I know there's probably a lot of people who are feeling a certain way right now with different people in your lives who have had varying and different views. And I know this election time is extremely tough for a lot of families. Um, but I ask, number one, that you take care of yourself, do practice a lot of self-care and do the things that you need to, you need to do to stay mentally well and physically well. And if you need to limit your time with family members or friends that differ from you, then that's okay. You know, a a lot of things are going to happen over this next uh, four months that are probably going to be really good. And there's a lot of things that's probably going to be really bad. But I'd say definitely separate yourself from people who are bringing you down and surround yourself with people who help lift you up. And so just take care of yourselves. Yeah, I agree. I uh, I think one of the most important things to have for yourself is a self-awareness of what you marinate yourself in. Mm-hmm. You know, the old saying, show me your two best friends and, and I'll tell you uh, your character. The same thing goes with w- what you consume news-wise, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's conservative talk radio, if it's if it's uh, left-leaning news organizations. Always check for yourself. Don't just mm-hmm. take everything for a fact and uh, do the research. Yeah. Educate yourself beyond what you see on the news channels. And... Um, you'll find that there's a lot of, a lot of growth you can have. Actually, I, I've actually shifted my news. I watch all the news channels just so I can get a variety, but I've actually shifted to, I, I go on and I try to see which ones are neutral when they get their mm-hmm. leaning ratings. Mm-hmm. And you'll actually find that those news channels are actually kind of boring. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing salacious and there's like, Oh, you said this or that. Or there's no commentators, you mm-hmm. know, bickering with uh, politicians. And I just, I just ask that you just, just open your hearts and your minds to different points of view. Yeah. And I think the other really important thing is to surround yourself with people who are different from you so that you can get a different perspective on life. Like Brian mentioned earlier, we have such a variety and array of friends that mean so much to us. And we've grown so deeply in those relationships and it helps us to see things that we might not have been able to see clearer before. So most importantly, though, we really need y'all to vote. We really need you to make sure the registration deadlines are vast approaching. We want you to vote, make your voices heard. And if you're so inclined, also run for office. We need amazing candidates who care about people, care about each other, care about these important issues to get on the ballot and run. So please vote and make it your civic duty to do so, please. 
Absolutely. And our daughter is excited. This is her first year. Yeah. Uh, she gets to vote. I, I was just telling my wife the other night what an interesting childhood she has when it comes to uh, politics mm-hmm. because she got to be around when the first black president was in office. Yeah. And now she gets to be around for this current president. And I'll leave that at that. Um, mm-hmm. and, and then she gets to cast her first vote. Yeah. In this time period is it, just amazing. So really take pride in, in going out there and voting because you can you can really change the world. Yes, absolutely. So thank you all for being with us today. We really appreciate your support. Please like, share and subscribe. We really appreciate it. And let us know if there's a topic that you want us to introduce next or if you have an experience that you'd also like to share you can find us on facebook our everything's not black and white on um, facebook and then you also can email us at enbwpodcast at gmail.com thank you all so much have a great day see you bye